Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. The new year is underway and it is a doozy. We already have a new president, semester has started, and now Reddit is taking over basically Wall Street. This has been the craziest week in investing that I've ever experienced. And seeing memes about GameStop, AMC, Dogecoin, and hedge funds and shorting, like seeing memes and popular culture about this is almost, it's like weird. It makes me happy and frustrated at the same time because I've been talking about finance for so long, but now it's like mainstream. And I'm, but finance is not only my thing. Finance is for everybody. That's why we have the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. Um, and I think that it's great that it's becoming mainstream. More people are opening up Robinhood accounts. More people are asking questions like, what is shorting? What exactly is a hedge fund? How much money do I need to invest? Is Robinhood good or bad? People are asking lots of valid questions. And I can proudly state that this podcast is exactly the resource that I would provide to new investors. So if you know anybody who is just getting started or somebody who's been asking you questions about investing, about asking you questions about finances, definitely point them in this, in this direction. Now, whether you are just getting started or you're already an established investor, I believe it is very important to develop a philosophy before depositing a single dollar into a brokerage account. Something that we're seeing a lot of, we're probably going to see more of is people just opening up accounts and instantly going to go buy whatever the first stock they see is, or they look at the 10 most popular stock and they just go put their money into there. And while I do think it's important to get the ball rolling, I do think you need to have a certain kind of core principles that you're going to be employing as you begin investing. So in this show, I'm going to be sharing my personal five rules for investing. You can feel free to adopt these, come up with your own, you can mix them together with your own, or you can just ponder the validity of them. I hope that you enjoy. And if you gain any sort of value from this episode or any other episode, please show your support by show, uh, subscribing, leaving a rating, review, sharing with your friends, because being rich and lonely is no fun. So we're going to take a quick little break right now. But when I get back, we're going to get into my five rules for investing. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co and be sure to add the millennial to millionaire podcast in the how did you hear about podgo section of the application hello and welcome back to another episode of the millennial to millionaire podcast on this episode i'm going to be discussing my five personal rules for investing Now, the reason why I feel like it's important for me to record and share this is that I heard a quote that goes, you'll never hit as high as your aspirations, you'll only fall as low as your systems. And what they meant by this is that the system that's put in place matters more because that ultimately is what you're gonna have to fall back on. You can aim for the moon, aim for the stars, and who knows, you really might just make it there. But at the end of the day, it's your foundation and the systems that are going to get you there. So that's what you should be focusing on, not necessarily the end result. So like I said, I'm going to be sharing these. And this is by no means a recommendation or to say that you need to have the same rules. But this is just what I tell myself. And it helps keep me humble, helps keep me focused. And it just helps and it keeps me from getting in my own way. So number one, 
Do not invest money you cannot afford to lose. I think that there's a really big misconception in the personal finance space where you can almost never lose money if you're in it for the long term. And to a certain extent, that is true. But you do have to understand that the money that you are investing, for all you know, when you need it, there can be another market downturn. And at that point, the money that you need will no longer be there. And if you take it out, not only will you be losing out on compound interest, but you're, it's going to take you a lot longer to just get back to where you were. So for this reason, and it's been something for me, somebody who's a serial saver, somebody I used to be investing heavily, I'd invest like 50% of my paycheck because I was like, that's the easiest way to get rich. It's very risky and it might, and it might be, it might hasten the process of your wealth building. But at the end of the day, you need to remember that the money that's in that brokerage account should be money that you can wake up tomorrow and not see again, because there is no such thing as an asset, especially none tied to the stock market that are guaranteed that are you're going to get any guaranteed returns or that promise that you're not going to wake up tomorrow and go from 1000 to zero. Obviously, these are very extreme cases, but it is important to kind of get into the mindset of thinking like this money is used to fund my retirement or this money is used to fund my life, whatever it may be. Do not invest money you cannot afford to lose because there is a possibility that you actually could lose it. And like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, a lot of people are opening up accounts now and putting in all this money because, you know, all this hype that's going on. And I think it's great because the more investors, the better. I just did an episode about where I talked uh, about the concept that only 47% of Americans own any stock. Obviously, I think by the end of this year, that number will be higher. But I want to make sure that the people who are investing are not getting burned off, getting burned and just turned off by the whole idea of it. So number one, do not invest money you cannot afford to lose. Number two, do not invest based off of what you watch in the news. Now, this is my own personal remedy, and this is something that um, I kind of learned the hard way. This was also all before like uh, the whole GameStop AMC thing. But I was I remember when I first opened up my Roth IRA and the first stock I ever bought was Apple. But then you have this brokerage account and you have some money in it and you can't help but to have this feeling of like, I need to do something with it. Otherwise, you know, I'm just basically, I could have just put it in a savings account. So then you go and you go on like Wall Street Journal or you go on like Yahoo Finance and then you'll look at like the top 10 stocks of the day or something and then go put your money into it. And or you see one news article about a company and then without looking at any of the fundamentals, decide I'm gonna put my money into it. And the same thing is happening now, obviously with GameStop, AMC and all these things. Because they're in the news, because it's like popular, because it's a meme now, people are just throwing their money into it. And this isn't to say that it's going to go down or that, like, you know, there's any doom or gloom. And if I'm being completely honest, I do own partial shares of GameStop. But when you do when you're doing this, you're you have to think about the concept of news that's available to you is available to everyone else. So if you are seeing it, that means somebody else is seeing it and that it could all it's probably already priced into the price of the stock. So you're not going to get any crazy gains because there's no information that only you know about. So when you invest, when you invest based off of what you see in the news, you're kind of just like moving with crowds, which kind of can go well, but you have no way of knowing when that crowd's going to dis dissipate or just decide to move on to the next thing. So make sure that when you invest, you're investing in things that you know about which actually leads into my next point. Make sure you understand what you are investing in. I've seen a lot of people make some alternative investments and or, you know, I guess typical investments. But if you ask them to describe where their money is, they wouldn't be able to tell you. 
So if you see somebody and they're saying, oh, I'm investing in this thing where, you know, it's kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, and then it's like, eh, and then, uh, see how vague that is? And it just don't, don't, doesn't make any sense. And or if you're saying, OK, invest inside this company. Well, what do they do? Well, I don't really know. Um, use this like life insurance policy. Well, how does that really work? I don't really know. But my money's in there. How does blockchain work? I don't know. But I own Bitcoin. At a certain there should be a certain basic fundamental knowledge of where your money is. And I think that the reason why mutual funds and index funds are so popular is because it's very easy to explain and it doesn't really require you to have an intimate knowledge of it. You're investing and you're gonna be spread across the 500 largest cap companies in the US. Bam, easy peasy, S&P 500, very easy to explain. When you're investing in an individual stock, you could just say, oh, this stock makes like air fresheners. But at the same time, why did you pick this one specific stock? Was it something on the balance sheet? Was it something on their price earnings? Do you even know any of this stuff? Do they have any debt? If you don't understand what you're investing in, you don't really have any gauge of whether or not the investment's doing well or not. And also, because you, if you don't understand, if somebody else is telling you to invest in this and you don't understand it, you have to think to yourself, you have more to lose probably because of your lack of understanding. You won't know when a good time to buy or a good time to sell is if you don't actually understand the investment product. Number four, do not look at past returns. Oh my God, this is this is something, like I said, a lot of these are actually based off of mistakes that I made when I first started investing that I don't want to see other people make, but I still do have to tell myself this. Do not look at past returns. This is something that you most typically see with like ETFs and individual stock where you'll look at the one-year return, the three-year return, five-year return, and it popped off. That's so crazy. Or it didn't even, it never went down one time. That's so crazy. I think that we all instinctively know that past returns do not guarantee future returns. But at the same time, if you've seen something that's never gone down, you trick yourself into thinking that it never can go down. So this is why the importance of understanding the fundamentals and actually understanding what you're investing in, it comes into play is because you have to understand, is this a good investment or not? And if you're looking at past returns, you know, we have hindsight is twenty twenty. If you could go back in time and invest then and then know that you're going to get these high returns, great, but chance, but that's impossible. So you can only look forward and we have no way of predicting the future with any sort of accuracy. So when you look at past returns and you use that to gauge whether or not this is a good investment, you also have to think about the fact that this could have been the major pop off for it. If GameStop was trading at $4 a share and then popped all the way up to 300 and then you decide to go buy in at 300 chances of getting to a thousand eh, i mean we can speculate that it might that it may or may not but that it's not guaranteed to and those that pop-off already happened so for all we know it's sitting at its all-time high right now These are, and i'm using gamestop a lot because i've been getting a lot a lot of questions about it and i think that it's a very good kind of example and like focus point but this applies to any other asset just because it's popped off dramatically in the past does not mean it's going to continue doing so. Just because it's never gone down in the past does not mean that it cannot do so. So understanding what you're investing in, when you're investing in it, very important. Number five, have a plan for how you're going to deposit this money. If you're going to do a lump sum, you're going to save up for a little bit, then put in $10,000. Are you going to put in $1,000 a month? Are you going to put in $50 a week? Are you going to put in $1 a day? Whatever your plan is, I don't think that there's any sort of right or wrong, but there should be some sort of plan that has, there should be some sort of plan that kind of plans for the variability of your life. Um, 
most people are not going to invest one time and just play around with that one sum of money. And even if the amount of money you're going to be putting in is irregular, it could be a percentage of your pay or it could just be you put in what you can when you can. That's fine. But at least have a plan for how this money is going to get into the brokerage account so that when you're making these decisions, you can say, OK, you know, well, I have 100 right now, but I'm putting in 100 in another two weeks, which will open up more opportunities for me. So right now I can just sit in cash. If you don't have a plan, you're kind of always like you're like playing opportunist and you're kind of just like playing off the cuff. You don't really like know anything. In the stock market, and I think in almost anything in life, there is no way of knowing the future. So the only thing that you really can do is focus on what you're doing in the present. These have been my five rules for investing. I'm gonna go through them one more time just to list them off. Do not invest money you cannot afford to lose. Do not invest based off, off of what you're watching the news. Make sure you understand what you are investing in. Don't look at past returns. Do have a plan for you how you will deposit the money. That's all I got for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening, and I wish you nothing but success in your investing journey. Please be sure to tune in as I'll be featuring some of the most amazing financial professionals I've ever had on all month long. This is Financial Februaries. I'm going to have a lot of interviews dropping this month, guys, so please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it because a lot of people way smarter than me are going to be coming on talking to you about different ways you can optimize your financial life. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, and here... We don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million. Mm-hmm.